welcome to The Peak brought to you by Media Communications Club. Today is a very special episode because today is the Teacher's Day podcast. Today, my friend Xavier and I will be interviewing four special guests. Mr. Tan, Mr. Singh, Ms. Eileen and Mr. Quack. We will be asking them questions that no one has ever dared to ask them before and questions that you have all been waiting for. Without further ado, let's get right into it. So now we have Mr. Tan, the first person I will be interviewing. Now, Mr. Tan, are you ready? I am very ready, <laughs> Thank you. All right, so I'm going to, I will be asking you around three to four questions. So I guess answer to the best of your abilities. I had a list of 10 questions, actually. I'm so glad that you're going to relieve me of the stress which I will have experienced if I have 10 questions to answer. Thank you so much. No problem. All right. <laughs> All right. So the first question, would you rather be able to live somewhere where it is constantly summer? Or somewhere where it, where it is constantly winter? Well, it depends, alright? I don't think I can live in very cold climates. My fat content is only 10% or even less. And that's a call out for all you questions out there. If you think you need to cut down on your weight and be more healthy and active, please do so now. Alright, so coming back. Um, but I think on overall, I'll prefer to live in a cooler climate. So places with perpetual winters would be a preferred option for me. Mm. So, um, when you go overseas, would you like to, I guess, this? I'm just going to sidetrack a bit, I guess to know a little bit more about you. So, I guess if you were to go overseas, would you like to go to like somewhere cold, somewhere warm or just in the middle, you know, to get Good a little question. bit of both? So, before COVID-19, I used to travel at least twice a year. Uh, once would be during the summer uh, in European countries. So, that's one of my favourite times when I like to travel. So, I love to go to Europe when it's summer. Uh, when it's not too hot actually, when it's the beginning of summer in Europe. At the end of the year, I like to go to cooler countries. So Japan is actually one of my favourites. Uh, the second favourite is actually Hong Kong. So you get to know, you, you know where I'm coming from then. Basically, places which are not too cold or too hot. And at these times of the year, the middle of the year as well as the end of the year. Alright, I see. So have you been to Australia before? Because there are certain timings where it is actually hot, but you feel cold. So I guess, would there be a perfect... I haven't been to Australia. So I think many questions and uh, teachers have been there, but I myself haven't. I would love to explore that though. Right, after COVID-19, Mr. Tan. Yes, all after COVID, right? We'll all look forward to that. So, you know, as a principal, you have many things to do, right? As a principal, you know, in this school. <laughs> so... If a zombie apocalypse were to strike the school, what would you do? A very serious question, by the way. Lockdown. You've heard about the lockdown drills, right? We do that every year, most of the time. So the three things, run, hide and tell. In the event that really the school is swarmed with zombies, and I cannot tell a non-zombie from a zombie, I suppose that's the famous saying, in Rome, do what the Romans do. So I will act like a zombie and try to run away from where they are. Yes, I've seen that. Um, it actually, I was watching a movie and this person acted as a zombie and escaped. So I think your answer is a, it's a really good answer. Okay, since you watched that movie, we will look for each other and we will act our way out, okay? And if you don't look normal, I know you're a zombie. Pardon me if I just run away from you. <laughs> it's okay, I've seen you run before. Mr. Tan, that one. <laughs> okay. Once. Only once did I run during cross country and I think I outran quite a few questions. All right. Let me tell you, it was not cross country. Oh, once, I was in the car and when I looked to my right, yes, when I looked to my right, I saw you 
<laughs> I saw you in your sports shoes. Your, I think it was like an orange top and blue pants. And I saw you coming out of school and I was like, and I told my dad, that's my principal, daddy. Was I running away from you? No, I'm pretty you? sure you were running towards me. I'm disappointed <laughs> that you didn't offer me a ride, Waha, but it's always time to make up for that. Alright, sure, sure. Now let's move on. All let's right. move on, yeah? Okay, let's move on. The last question. This is a very serious question, so answer this to the best of your abilities because you really, really need your answer on this. Milk first or cereal first? Cereal first. I like my cereal really crisp. All right, and I think that a person who just places milk first, you won't know whether the cereal will cause this cereal to uh, the milk to splash. So cereal first, I actually prefer muesli. So uh, across the different cereals, muesli is my favorite. I don't actually go for instant conflicts and things like that. I think they're too high in sugar. Uh, again, a call out for all of you who are leading unhealthy lives and eating unhealthy food. All right, go back to basics. Eat organic unsweetened cereals but yes cereal first all right that is i think most people that would be their answers am i right because i suppose so unless you really love dairy products then you will really be drowning yourself in milk rather than eating cereal exactly right a lot of people that say they like their cereal soggy so what are your thoughts on that I think these people don't even know how to appreciate fine foods, right? Either that, they are stuck in a baby foods era. I can imagine if, let's say, you are starting to tease, but for adults, I think generally some solid food is good. And if you haven't come on board that bandwagon, please join us soon. Yes, that's very true. And I love how you told us your favourite cereals. As for me, I shall not share because my cereal may be a little bit too high in sugar, but but I'm starting a diet soon. So don't worry, Mr Tan. The next thing, the next time you see me, I'll be as skinny. I'll be very, very, actually, I'll be as skinny as I would say, Paul. See you next week then. I look forward to the transformation, Papa. It will be next week, Mr Tan. <laughs> let me tell you that. Okay, so yeah. I think we, with all these questions we have asked you, I think we have learned so much about you and we really enjoyed all the questions that we have asked you and I think the students will definitely love to know more about their principal because every time we see you you're just walking by a class and waving at us and you're like oh no Mr. Tai. I feel so sad for you, her making me out to be like a wallflower but rest assured this wallflower does talk so if you feel very shy you want to know more about me come and speak to me just like what Wafa is doing right now okay Alright Mr Tan, thank you very much. We totally enjoyed your time with you. Thank you. And thank you. You can go back to your work. <laughs> thank you. Alright, see y'all. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So now we have Mr Singh with us. Mr Singh, are you ready for your questions? Yes. <laughs> Alright, let's begin. I will be asking you around three to four questions. So let's get started. So, the first question. If you could retain your youth and health, not saying that you're old, but if you could retain your youth and health, would you choose to live forever? Oh yes, definitely I would choose to live forever. Love to live forever. Where you can see your grandchildren play, you see your friends growing up, see people getting old but you're still young. It's an achievement of a lifetime for me. Thank you. Okay, now that's a very good answer, I think. Yeah, so, alright, let's move on to the second question. So, second question, I'm pretty sure you're going to like this one. So, would you rather live where it is constantly winter or constantly summer? Oh, I would rather live in the winter. I, I would prefer cold because I love visiting countries which are cold rather than going during summer. Where I can take out my shirt and walk on the roads. Feeling the win winter, feeling the cold air coming to me and really enjoying that after suffering all the summer in Singapore. Constantly hot, year in, year out. 
Yes, that's true. So you do enjoy um, when it's raining in Singapore, oh, right? Oh yes, definitely. Yeah, it's just like just now, it was raining a little bit. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, except that you can't go out everybody when you're in school. So if it wasn't like COVID-19, then where would you like to go to travel to where there is winter? I would love to go to the North Pole during end of the year or South Pole when it's winter Have in you the Southern been there Hemisphere. Before? Oh yes. Oh, so you enjoy I've been yourself. to both Australia and you know, yeah. up Europe. Yeah, but there are like certain um, there's there's like certain months where you have to visit at the right time because oh, yes. sometimes it's like cold Definitely. sometimes it's hot. Yeah. Depending on the seasons and all that. That's right. All right. So the next question. All right. Very serious question. Are you a dog person or a cat person? Oh my God, I've never been a animal lover in my life. Because when I was in the police when I was 17, in fact, I used to handle people, dead bodies, committing suicide and all this. So I was so used to this that I had phobia handling animals and seeing animals die. So I just don't like animals, especially cats and dogs. And I don't like love pets anyway. Yeah, yeah. Alright. So now, the last question. Would you rather explore space or the ocean? Oh, very interesting question. Okay, I was in the Navy. I served in the Republic of Singapore Navy for 13 years as an officer. So I've sailed for 13 years. Definitely ocean will be my preference. Because I've done fishing, we've done everything in the sea. Except that below the ocean, there's a lot of unexplored things that you can know, you can learn. It's an ever long things that nobody can help you with unless you go deep down and study about it. So I think the beauty about the ocean is beyond imagination. So being the Navy as an officer, I think that's the best place I will look forward to. Okay? Yeah. So like one more thing. So I guess when you um, go overseas, uh, do you also like to go places where there are like oceans? Like would you like to, what do you do? Oh, when I go overseas, I normally visit the beaches yeah, to see. Like I went to London once, I visited the Atlantic Ocean. That's why I showed my children this, the Atlantic Ocean, where you open up and where it leads to because of the geographical knowledge that I have in the Navy. So I could relate to them certain things that I can teach them. So ocean is definitely my love and life. Mm, so I guess also throughout the, our conversation, we have learned many more, a lot of things about you, about how you served the Navy before. So I guess it's very interesting to know more about you because usually whenever we see you, you're either scolding someone or just walking around trying to scold someone, I guess. Yeah, yeah, probably being here 21 years has made me like this. I don't know. But I love the school, I love the kids. The kids here are beautiful. So let's all love each other and make the school a better school. Yes, that's Thank true. You. Yeah, I think we've learned so much about you. Um, so probably we all know what to do now when we see you. Probably just give you a cat or something. Oh, sure, yeah. I'll hug the cat then. <laughs> all right. Okay. Thank, Thank you so much, Thank you so much. Really Bye-bye. I uh, learned a lot from you. So okay. yeah, you. that's it. Thank you so much, okay. Mr. Thank you. Hello, everyone. And I'm now here with Miss Aileen. So, first question. If a zombie apocalypse were to strike this school, what would you do? I think I'll be too afraid to even move. I'll just stand there. Yeah. Is there anyone that you would go to in, because you're so scared and you don't know what you do? Okay, if I can approach a person to help me, I think I'll approach the PE teachers. Maybe especially Mr. Goh Chin Singh. 
because he's the HOD of BE, so I'm sure he's the fittest among all the teachers and I'm sure he can run the fastest. So I'll hold on to him. Okay, another person will be Mr. Roslan. Since he's very, very tall, he'll be able to lift me up and run away from the zombies. Yeah. Is there any other strategies? Like, if the PE teachers were like, were like the first one <laughs> to like run away and then you couldn't find them, who else would you run off to? Who else would I run off to? Then Mr. Tan. I'm sure a lot of a lot of people will save him. <laughs> so I'll go with you. Alright, so I think that's it. Uh thank you for your time and yeah. Thank you. <laughs> now we have Mr. Quack. Okay, Mr. Quack, for your first question. Yes. What is your favorite video game? Alright, so uh my favorite video game has always been uh Dota 2. Uh, defense of the Ancients 2 So I'm sorry to the LOL players Who are playing a copied ripoff game And to the players who are playing All the other copied ripoff uh, mobile games out there But I would say that uh, Dota 2 has been the game I've grown up with Since uh, it first started uh, as a mod of Warcraft 3 Back in uh, when I was maybe 16 or 17 years old So I would say that it still remains uh, my favorite game because it's always changing, uh, always challenging us. Like our world today, we say that we live in a VUCA world. The Dota world is also a VUCA world, right? That's very interesting. I see I'm not the only gamer in here. So <laughs> thank you very much for your answer. Okay, on, on to our next question. In a if a zombie apocalypse were to strike this school, what would you do? Huh, okay. Uh, probably grab a couple of things that I can use to hit the zombies with. Uh. I don't really know what I will do, but my, I will guess my first reaction will probably be to panic and maybe hide under a desk. Uh, I don't think I will be very heroic in, in this situation because I've never experienced this. I don't know how I will react. I think probably either hide under a table and wait for it to end or uh, go out there and try and hit some stuff and uh, like it's a game ah. and hopefully I survive yeah or oh, is there maybe like someone you would go to and for help who would I go uh, someone I would go to um, I don't think so I, I don't I don't know who I would run to eh. I guess I would just trust myself in this scenario because uh, I yeah, maybe find out where all the uh, teachers are or students are hiding and hide with them. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure all the students would <laughs> be glad that there's such a hero in the class. I don't think I'm being a hero. Uh. I'm just probably following what everyone else will probably do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Alright, so on to our next question. We have... Would you rather be able to explore space or the ocean? Oh, uh, that's uh, pretty easy for me. I think uh, definitely uh, uh, space because I would say that space is a frontier that is uh, much more that is uh, expanding, is limitless. So uh, there's, uh, I would say that there's a lot more things to find out, a lot more things to learn. 
uh, ocean doesn't seem very exciting. It just looks like a bottomless pit of sadness. And uh, I don't know what I will find there. Probably some funny sea creatures. And there are many viruses and microorganisms known to have been frozen in there. So I might get infected and then spread the next pandemic to the world again. So space looks like a more cool option uh, in this scenario. Wait, you say again, it's like you started the coronavirus. Probably, yeah, no, no, it's not that I started it. But if you explore the ocean and you go all the way down, you, are, you might find something there uh, that could start another, you know, pandemic. I don't know. Yeah, then I would be patient zero. Right. So, since you like to, you would like to go explore space, uh, is there like a specific planet that you would like to explore first? Uh, I will go with probably, uh, there's probably only one planet now, I guess, that I would think that is fun to explore, probably Mars. Uh, because I guess currently is the most habitable planet for us. And I think, uh, I would say that based on what I've heard some uh, physicists say like Mr. Neil uh, deGrasse Tyson, he says that uh, there's really a, a real possibility that one day we might be able to uh, live on Mars. I don't know. So I would definitely want to explore Mars and see it for myself first. Right. And do you think there's actually life out there in space? Oh, definitely. Uh, but whether that life is sentient is another, I think, another story altogether. I believe that there are many uh, microorganisms out there. Uh, in space, uh, life has been said to have uh, formed some living microorganisms, but uh, none has been conducive enough to create, based on what I know, uh, okay, uh, a species as complex as us as humans. Well, I don't believe that I guess there's such a uh, species that exists out there or such a being that exists out there. But I guess there is life, but that life may not be as complex as ourselves. Yes. Right. Okay. So, I guess that brings us to our final question. Now, I need you to answer this really seriously because this is a very controversial, controversial topic. Alright. So, our final question is, does pineapple belong on pizza? Okay, um, I think this is a, yes, it is a very controversial question. I, I, I for, unfortunately, I would say uh, that pineapple does not. I do not like, uh, I, I like pineapple as a fruit on its own, mm-hmm. but it doesn't deserve its place on a pizza because uh, it just makes the pizza taste weird. Uh, some people say that, uh, you know, it's some, uh, it is popular to hate this idea. But I don't think it's popular. I think it's just a personal preference. I think that... Uh, I don't know who was the first person who thought that pineapple uh, belonged on a pizza. But it uh, doesn't seem that way. Uh. That, prob- that guy probably had some funny taste buds. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, I, I would say similarly, if you were to put like uh, stuff that should be eaten on its own, like a few pineapple is something that should be eaten on its own. So, would you put corn on pizza? Nope. It's disgusting. Uh, because corn is something that is best eaten on its own. So pineapple, I think, just like corn, is one of those fruits that you just eat it by yourself. Lah. Like, if you make stuff with it, uh, their flavor is so unique that uh, it might not blend very well with uh, other dishes, uh, especially like pizza. 
Right, I gladly agree with you because I personally do not like pineapple on pizza. And yeah. I see. Why, why would that be the case for you? I, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm interviewing you now, right? <laughs> see, I shouldn't be interviewing the interviewer. Yeah, yeah. This, 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 okay. Sorry, sorry. i just cu curious. Okay. Alright, so I, I think I just don't like sweet stuff on my pizza, even though, yeah. Huh? Not even teriyaki sauce? Teriyaki sauce is sweet. Nah. Uh, not really. I, I see. Stay okay. to like cheese or pepperoni. Yeah. Oh, that those are safe options. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that comes to the end of the interview. Uh, thank you for your time. Oh, thank you very much, Xavier, for your time as well. Alright. Well, Xavier, those were some really interesting answers. Yeah, that was. I really hope that you've been paying close attention because now you're going to have to vote. Please come visit our Instagram account at BRCS underscore MCC to vote for your favourite answers now. We hope you've enjoyed our Teacher's Day special podcast. Thank you and goodbye.